Welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Today we have Marvin Vittori on the show, the number five ranked middleweight in the UFC and the first top five Italian fighter in the UFC. Um, he just got there this past weekend at UFC Vegas 16, where he took a win over Jack Hermanson, uh, dominated uh, Jack Hermanson to a decision, and it was a insane fight like it was literally a crazy fight rock'em sock'em robots um he's just coming off that it's like nine days after the fight um he wants to fight darren till now i think they've been doing uh, some tweets together uh, it's been pretty humble but he's definitely not humble toward adesanya his last loss being adesanya a split decision um but he's on a four fight win streak right now he's top five he's uh he's on his way to the top so let's talk to marvin Hey guys, this is Mike Swick. Just a quick heads up that Marvin's audio is a little bit spotty for the first five minutes. It will clean up after the five minute mark, so stay tuned. All right, Marvin, welcome to the show and good to meet you. Good to meet you too, man. Yeah, I've seen your podcast before. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm about actually to leave to Italy for a little bit. I'm going to go back for, for Christmas and New Year's Eve and I'm about to, to go in about a couple hours. Yeah, no, and we we rushed the podcast, and and I was just thinking to myself, man, your fight. First, congratulations! It was an amazing fight. Um, it was like thank you. It like hurt me, <laughs> not as much as it hurt Hermanson, but like it was like rock'em yeah. sock'em robots, man. You guys just went in there and was just pounding the crap out of each other for, <laughs> for the entire time. Crazy, and and you're straight uh, left, man. Wow, just it's just like uh, you're like one of those shrimp in the ocean, those fast, like, lightning shrimp dude, with that left. It just goes from anywhere. You don't even load it up. It's just pop every time. A to B. They always say, like, you know, they, the way it teaches me, it's always, like, A to B, like, now, not telling nothing, you know, boom, coming up. But that's how every shot should be, really. But yeah, my cross, I guess, is, yeah, it worked out better. Did uh, are you okay? Like, do you still feel it? I mean, like, I know how it is after a fight myself. Like, do, are you still feeling like your jaw and your head hurting a little bit? Or are you pretty good? Like, you fully recovered? No, no, almost nothing to be honest. Like, uh, no. But even after, it's not that I had like headache or anything. It's just uh, my elbow was was hurting a little bit, and I know I broke his elbow. I, I broke his toe with his with his with my elbow. But yeah, man, it looked like to be honest, it looked like it was like uh, I don't even know that word, like ro robot walking soccer, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I was sleeping most of that. To be honest, like it's not that I was always pulling back. I got a few hooks, but you know, it's a game. But it's not that I I don't feel like I, I took that many shots. But yeah, man, that was cool. Like it's first time going five rounds, and I feel like championship rounds were actually, yeah. you know, I, I felt really good on on, on those rounds and. Uh, was a hell of a um, well, a hell of an experience, and uh, Jack Hermanson came super game, and um, it's good. It's crazy. I like, you know, you can make as much plan as you want, but then um, you need to be ready to make adjustments, and that's that's the mark of a good fighter, I think, in there, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what it is because even even though you're winning, like sometimes things are not going the way you would like to go. Like even I remember being on top on the second round and I'm like uh, you know and I'm like okay yeah I'm on top I'm actually winning I know I'm winning that's why I'm not rushing but I, I, I would like to be standing try to put him out for, for for good I know he's losing here but he's still actually recovering here in a sense and uh, it's crazy I, I'm on my mind I was like I know I'm winning now so it's alright but I'm still losing in a sense on where I want to put the fight where I want the fight to be you know 
But I knew it was a long fight, so I'm like, you know, it's okay. Just um, you're winning, so you're taking these rounds and just, just, you know, just, just, uh, just be calm and like uh, be ready for when you get back up. So, um, but no, it's, you know, and then it's crazy, like how many times, how, how, well, we train for that too. That's how, like, it's, 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 it's so important to be able to make assessments, see through. Like like the decision making, I'm really big on making like making the right decision because it's a long fight, but it's such a short time. Like it's still such a short time. A wrong decision can cost you round or even more. Yeah, maybe the fight. So yeah, man, no, it's good. It was good. It's uh, and five rounds is, is I, I, I like it more. It's, it feels way more of like a fight. Yeah, you know, three rounds. I feel like you can push it. Like like, like you know, in your mind, it's kind of like oh, just three rounds. But five rounds, you know, you're gonna be in there for a while, and it, it comes out more the fighting like. Like, yeah, I feel like that. That's what's cool. How does it feel to uh, to be in the top five and then be the first Italian in the top five, and finally and finally break it into and, and the uh, the top ranking like that? It's good. It's good. It's good. But I feel like uh, it's awesome. But I feel like you know they were asking me before the fight how it is to make it to the main event, and I kept saying, you know, like it, it, the job is far from being done because I knew that the job would have been done on, on Saturday in the cage. And yeah. I feel like I, it's the same, like, uh, you know, like, yeah, I'm top five. This just means uh, I'm in a good spot now to get where I want to. But the, the job is far from being done. And, uh, and like I said, like, uh, like opposition is just, just going to get stronger, if anything. So I'm not, I'm not planning on slowing down at all. And, and I know that. And people, people saw me after and, and they're like, oh, are you happy? I'm like, yeah, of course I'm happy, but... I'm on a mission, you know, like it's just, yeah. I'm, it's, it's far from being done. It's like, I, you know, it's good. You know, like, I feel like there's going to be a time in my life where, you know, you're going to sit back and watch what, you, what you're done, what you've done. It's not this time. It's definitely not the time. It's definitely not the time, you know? So, um, it, you know, it's, there's way more to be, to, to, to accomplish. And I think 2020 is going to, it's going to be, it's going to be great. And um, I can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, no, it feels awesome, man. Like, uh, I, I know I made history. Like, for Italian MMA, I know I made history. You know, it's just, uh, and, and, and I know also another dream of mine, it's, it, it, could, it, it's, it also could be in the way. I mean, I know with this uh, uh, pandemic bullshit, it, it, it's going to be a little harder. But, you know, like, one of my dreams is to have an, a UFC show main evented by me in, in, in Italy. And, yeah. uh, you know, crazy. I feel like, I definitely got a step closer with by winning uh, last Saturday. So, I mean, first of all, I want to say Cordero was amazing in your corner. Um, his oh, advice yeah, yeah. was just spot on the entire time. I mean, he's a, he's a great coach. Um, obviously, yeah, coming man. right off, I think he was, uh, came right off the Mike Tyson fight, and then right into your fight um, in the corner. And then, uh, uh, did anything from Hermanson surprise you during the fight um, when you were in there? Like, did, was there anything that caught you off guard that you weren't prepared for? Um, yeah, man. Well, Cordero was awesome, man. He knew he knew what, what, what buttons to, to touch, and like, yeah, no, it was great, man. He's honest too, awesome. man. He told you right where you were at the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it was cool to see. Like, even I came back, and I was like, I knew that the round was a little bit slow, and I was like, I'm coming back and coming back. Like, you know, like I knew in my mind, I, I knew like I had to. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's funny i said i go back and i say i'm coming back and he's like we have to yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did <laughs> he <was> super enthusiastic <laughs>
And then, uh, and then, uh, well, you know what? He, so, so what surprised me was that I saw him getting dropped a few times. He got dropped by, by he got dropped by, um, by Cannonier. And then I think long time ago he got dropped by Cesar Ferreira as mm-hmm. well. And uh, but it was was we was a different. I, I, yeah, I, I remember watching that fight a long, long, long time ago. Well. And then after that, he really struggled to come back after being uh, after being um, dropped. Drop, like yeah. he was always like fading out after after being dropped. So after I dropped him, I got a little bit excited, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and then we went on the ground, and I know he had some time to recover. But then I was like, I actually expected him to come out strong on the second, and and I was like, well, he's coming, he's gonna come out strong on the second. But I I I kind of took that as like. As his last stand, it's gonna be his last burst, and then and then and then uh, and then it's gonna fade out. Yeah. And and I was like, okay, I'm gonna let him fade out, and then probably I wanna catch him to put him out for good. But no, it never, it, it never faded out. So I had to then we had to. I mean, I had to retake over the fight again. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, so that maybe was a surprise. Um, you know, I I'm used to like world level jujitsu and. Um, it's not that he surprised me in the sense he did something that I haven't seen, but he, he surprised me in the sense of like, like you can tell he's a guy that trains guard. Like he's a guy yeah. that trains on the bottom too. Like he's very active. He was going for things one after the other. Mm-hmm. And I was stuffing them, but I could feel them. Like he was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. come on, get movement. under, elevating me. He was trying to get like good grips on me, try to sweep. And like uh, even from the half guard, he was always keeping like a little hook, trying to also all the time elevate, elevate me. But man, like I had like, some, like I had like Neyman Gracie on the on the corner, like yeah, yeah, all week. Like it just uh, jujitsu, like like you don't play jujitsu with me, man. I don't care who you are. Like there's no, there's nobody in MMA that will play and 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 fuck around with me with jujitsu in 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 the cage. There, there's just no way. Even that being said, though, I mean, even even that being said, in your confidence in your jujitsu, do you have any regret? That when you did catch him with that straight left, because I mean it was you popped him hard. He went straight head down, covered his head. I mean it it was as close to a stoppage as as it could have been. Do you regret not unleashing punches and just trying to get the ref to stop the fight in that situation instead of going for the the, the submission, or was it just something you thought you were going to be able to get no matter what, and and he was weak enough that you could just pop it on and and, and finish it that way? Mm, no, I mean more than regrets is more. I feel like uh, I did a little bit of technical mistakes. I could have. Um... You know, like I did, like, yeah. I mean, I could have like unleashed a little bit more punches, but um, I think I did a, a, some a, a little bit of a mistake. And I remember my last fight, uh, I also um, threw some punches that weren't completely efficient. And so this times, especially being such a long fight, I was a little bit more aware of my energy. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, but like I said, even after my fight, like I feel like uh, that I, I can I, a lot of things I can still do much much better, and that's and, that, and that's the crazy part. I was going to ask you that because ap- after your fight, you said um, this fight's going to make me better or something like that in the, in the post yeah. those, the, the post speech. What did that mean? So so what was it from that fight that that made you think that you were going to be a lot better because of it? Like I guess it was a mistake you made or something you took from the fight. Well, anything like it's just like an experience like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure. Like it's like it, it's gonna level me up. It's gonna level me up because it's just like every time, like 
you, you experience something uh, that intense and like uh, with that kind of pressure and you have to perform under that kind of pressure and um, you go five rounds with a, with a super game opponent, you know, you, you, you can see what, what, what really works and what re and, and what has to be perfection or right. what has to things that, you know, like has to be added or like, uh, or like, uh, polished or like, like think like, you know, like you, you, you can, that, that is like, you know, like your, your ultimate you in that moment is like, it's gonna, is what's gonna, is what actually work in that, in, 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 that, in like a new ultimate scenario, you know? Yeah. And then, um, so you can, you can tell a lot of things for sure. And, um, you know, like I said, a little, some of the mistakes, um, um, a little bit of, um, decision that I, that I could have been sharper with and, uh, in some of the ground and pound things and like, yeah, overall, like, I think it just, I, I said it to both, like even after when I, when they raised my hands, I turned around to him and I'm like, man, this was a hell of a fucking fight. Thank yeah. you. We're, we're both getting, we're both getting better after this. Yeah. To, I said, today we got, we got better today. We got better fighter. And, um, well, then first time going five rounds and, um, it was awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely. And so what's the deal now with Darren Till? I, I saw there's a little bit of, uh, yeah. Twitter stuff between you guys. He seems very humble about it. I mean, he's not trying to talk trash from what I've seen yeah. so far. Um, what, is this a fight you want for some particular reason or, I mean, obviously he's up there and you want to keep climbing, but is there any other reason or just that? No, I think it, I, I like this fight. It's you know it's gonna crown the king of Europe, and uh, I, I, I really look forward to that. I'm already the king of Europe, but they they ranked me next to me, whatever you know. But yeah, man, I think it's a, it's it's kind of like he's pacing himself, you know, like he, he knows like he can like he, I've all you know I've seen I've seen talking shit for years now to Mike Perry, so I don't know if it's a pace thing actually, but but. I don't know. I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I want the, I want that fight to happen because it'd be a massive fight. And, um, and I think I could just smash him everywhere, to be honest. And, uh, and it's good. I mean, now there's, it seems like, uh, like, um, seems like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's actually just news or like even fake news, but I saw that, that picture going around a couple of times, uh, Whitaker fighting Costa. Oh, is that what, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They keep saying that. Uh, Are they trying to make that fight now with Whitaker and Costa? I, I saw it somewhere. I could be wrong, man. Though, like uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, if they make that fight, I'm pretty sure Whitaker's gonna win. And then uh, Israel, they say, is gonna go up. And then, um, and if I fight there until then, um, I should be the next, uh, like next in line. Either either Whitaker fights Israel, or or I fight Israel. You know. Yeah. And. Um, and that's it. I think there's a story. I mean, there's a storyline with you and, and, and Izzy, obviously, because of the, the last fight. Yeah. Um, and it seems like there's still some some bad blood on your side. Um, has he responded to that? Like, does he respond back to you? Uh, I haven't I haven't noticed, but I, I've heard some of the stuff uh, before this interview uh, that you've said uh, to him or about him recently on TMZ, actually, a couple of days ago, saying <laughs> you called him a bullshit champ. Um, what, what are your thoughts on him and, and getting at that fight and, and, and trying to uh, – trying to have a better fight than, than before. Yeah, I think, like, I've met him a few times. I met him, well, we met, we met in the cage, and then I met yeah, him a but... few times outside. <laughs> and I had a few encounters with him, and uh, he's just, uh, 
And then, and then, and then, what what I don't like about him, he just goes out and lies to the media all the time, you know. And then, uh, all of a sudden, now he thinks, man, like he's chasing. I don't know. How you can explain. I don't know. How, yeah, it's just, I just, I just don't like his style at all. Like I don't like, I don't like the way he cares. And 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 I'm not the guy like oh you know not because he's a good guy just I I he's not he's not he's not real like he's not he's not a real guy like I feel like um he just wants to he's chasing that like uh like that like kind of like oh I want to be great status which which is understandable but I don't know I don't know man uh I don't know and. He, now he's coming off a good performance. Yes, okay. You got to be impressed Which, with his performance um, against Cost. I mean, he definitely <clears throat> his striking is definitely one of the best in the division, and and you know his fight IQ and and strategy is definitely there. So he's getting better and better and better for sure. I, I guess what you're trying to say is more he's he's carrying himself outside the ring in a way that that you don't feel is is accurate uh, as far as the way he the way he plays the game. But in the ring too, like they people don't don't remember like his, his fight before this was one of the shittest you know, like title fight that's ever been done. So like uh, it's not that he's doing that many like such uh, awesome things. Like yeah, okay, like well, his last to be honest, man, his last fight I think Israel. I think Costa beat himself before beat himself before going into the fight. He got into his own head thinking like, man, these guys are like that. that Costa Monday after he got beat, he's like, I'm gonna train harder for my next fight. I wanna fight you again, Israel. And he posted a video doing bicep curls. That's how he's gonna train harder. That's how fucking stupid that guy is. You know? <laughs> so so like I didn't see that. I'm he, seeing that. He's, he's, he's a he's a bodybuilding guy and uh, and uh, he thinks he thought he got it into his own head thinking that he's skinny, he can't hurt me. You know, like, uh, what the fuck are you thinking, man? What the fuck? It's in your head. You think he he, he literally thought, oh, I'm going to walk him down and he's not going to be able to hurt me because I'm big and he's small and he's a skinny guy. And uh, I'm just going to take him and break him, basically. That's what, it, that, that's what I think he, into his own head, he made, he made himself believe. And this guy picked him apart. Plus, like, how can you go into a world championship fight without without having an answer for a low kick yeah you like you can take one you can take two you can take three but then at one point you have to threaten threaten him back with something you cannot just take a look over and over and over what the fuck you can be like the rock and i take a bat and it starts giving into your leg after two or three you're yeah. gonna feel it man yeah exactly have you have you had any thoughts about costa like as far as do, do you how, how do you see yourself with a in a fight like that if, if you were to get matched up against costa Man, I, I just uh, I just feel like if I wanted to, I just it's not gonna catch me not one time, not one time. He's not really skilled. He's just strong and tough. But like we all saw with like what he did with toughness, he got he got hectic and he quit. And you know, it's, I mean, I mean, probably a lot of people with such a clean hectic would have quit. But like you know, you you know, at one point, if if you're if you're stupid, like they're gonna they're gonna bring you to a, to the breaking point right. but that's to see you know like israel and now and now and now he was talking about like heavyweight and like he wanted to go up but like heavyweight. i'm talking about israel yeah i don't know like and he was even he said in an interview like he's never he's never gonna see me again because of the way i acted and stuff and uh and i was like even uh, in my post 
fight interview. Like he, Israel thinks he got it all figured out, and I'm like, guess what, motherfucker, I'm here in the mix now. Yeah, yeah. And um, last fight, I saw that. I really am. I'm like the guy that you know you think you kicked out of the door, and then right on, right on a, all of a sudden. You look out of the window and he's there, fucking doing like this to you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a hunchy man. I'm a hunchy. Uh, and, and he knows, man. He talked, he talked about me multiple times, and um, you know, I, th I think, I think me and him uh, are, are, a hundred percent gonna fight again, a hundred percent fight again, and um, and this time I will leave no doubt. I think me and him will be a thing that. Uh, me, me and him in, in, the, in my career will, will, will be will be a fight that we'll see many times, you know? What do you think you're going to do different in this fight than the first fight? I mean, he's obviously gotten a lot better, I think. Um, he's improving every fight. For sure. Uh, his striking, obviously, that, that's what we see the most of, especially in the cost of fight. It, you know, it was on the feet the whole time. Um, where do you think you're going to have... Uh, have some more strength uh, and, and try to, to try to win him over? You see, like, um, when I say that he's not real... In general, I, I say even in his style in, in his style of fighting, like you know, like he he builds off of what he gets, which is which is a smart it's a smart way of fighting. But I saw his fights almost I, I saw every of his fights now almost and um since he got into the UFC. And um I know he's not he's not a courageous guy. Like with the moment, like and that's why some some like some fight like with with, with Romero, like he played out to be like that, or like um, I don't even remember which other fight. But anyway, he just built off of where like it's it's kind of like he tries to get like he tries to get a, a tip of the finger, then he gets half of the finger, then he gets the whole finger, then he tries to get the hand, and it gives on like. What, which is not which is not a stupid approach, but the moment there's gonna be a need to take risks, he's not gonna take them. And um, I know that. And and man, when I fight him again, I'll be. And and again, like people just man, there's so many ways to put pressure on a guy, and I feel like um, I I know how to put pressure on him, and uh, and. Um, It'll be good, man. I think uh, you have to pressure him. You have to cut him off the proper way. And I'm going to show up with a great game plan, man. And uh, I'm going to give him things to think of. And uh, I'm, I'm going to just do MMA. Like, you know, it just, uh, it's just going to be like I'm going to use my, my full arsenal. Uh, what is different from back then is just, I, I mean, I'm, I improved in every area. But I'm, I can just read much better whatever everything that goes on in the in the cage and um and i feel like everything he does i see like i i see it from miles away and it's crazy how like even though back then i wasn't seeing it a lot of the things he was doing in striking uh i dealt pretty good with, just with, just with my instinct like he couldn't do he couldn't do nothing to me basically even back then and uh, i was always the aggressor i was always look, going after him and um he still couldn't do nothing to me so um I think I think it'll be it'll be I'll be it'll be a dominant fight for me whenever I'll fight him again. Like I'll show up and I'll it'll be dominant. Like people will look at the fight and it'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like you know, like I think I think in a sense also he's gonna bring a very good like he's gonna bring the best out of me too, and and people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" I thought you know Israel was such a like defensive evasive fighter and what's going on with Marvin and. Um, the moment, the moment we fight, and 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 it's gonna be like that. 
Yeah, I mean, if you keep winning, obviously this is going to happen. All right, guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast, but we have to thank our sponsors, the first being Manscaped, the official trimmer of the UFC, and the official trimmer now of the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast and yours truly. Precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And if you want to save 20% and get free shipping, all you have to do is enter code QUICK at checkout at manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, and you get 20% discount and free shipping. So if you're looking for the ultimate stocking stuffers for this holiday season, look no further. Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products. And great news, they just released all products to Europe, Canada, and Australia. So for all you guys watching the podcast from Europe, Canada, and Australia, you can now order at manscaped.com as well. Again, enter code QUICK. And that lets them know that I sent you. They get all these crazy amount of orders in from you guys supporting the podcast because you love the show and you love the content that we're putting out all these episodes every day for you guys. So you're ordering uh, uh, stocking stuffers for yourself, for your friends, for your family. And Manscaped's like, holy shit, damn, the Real Quick Mike Swift podcast is doing crazy amounts of business for us. And so you're supporting the podcast. You're supporting yourself by getting the best products. You're saving 20% and you're getting free shipping. Code quick, Manscaped, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. And as always, our podcast is brought to you by AKA Thailand, the world's premier luxury training resort here in Phuket, Thailand. Go to akthailand.com and find out everything you need to know, and you can save 30% by booking today on all group training packages with no expiration date. You can use them anytime in the future, akthailand.com. If you have any questions, info at akthailand.com. And again, like the last podcast, I will do another special. If you email us at info at akthailand.com and name this podcast, Marvin Vittori and the number of which I don't know. I think it's 105. I'm not 100% sure. But if you name the podcast and you book three months or more, because right now we can get you into the country right now for three months on a special visa, uh, you just have to go through a quarantine. We will save you 50%. You will get 50% discount for the first person that emails us and names this podcast and books three months or more of group training. So go to aktalent.com and book and get 30% or email us, mention this podcast, and get 50% uh, if you're the first one. And if you're not familiar with the gym, here's the commercial. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on I'm going back a little bit. I'm obviously you guys are at the top, but what did you think of Kevin Holland in, in his recent fight uh, this past weekend? <laughs> Kevin Holland is a character, man. He, he is, is a character, character for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I, Good striker he, too. I even, t- I even, I even. Uh, uh, what the fuck? I don't want to say something weird because I know he's gonna call me out on. But we had, uh, but we had a little. Uh, I 
what the fuck? I texted him something like something like super, like pretty. Like I just said, like uh, I got, I, I just said something like, hey, at the end of the day, I got nothing against you. Uh, if 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 you gain your spot, I'll fight you again. It's and then you know we'll we'll, uh, we'll see each other in the cage. And he says for sure something like that. To be honest, man, Kevin Holland, right? I I got nothing. I I really I. It's not that I. He got mad because I put him in the stroller at that time, right? And I'm not gonna. I'm not regretting that. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. But he got mad because of that. But reality, I it's not that I had anything like particularly wrong with him. And um, but then we started having like little um, arguments. And um, man, like he's. He's been active, and uh, props to him, man. I think, you know, like, I don't think he's, he's such a technical, high-level fighter, but he pulls, pulls shit off. And, uh, you know, you you got to respect it in a sense. He's, 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 <laughs> I'm thinking about him. He's just super active. Like, I don't think he even cuts more than 10 pounds, and he's just, like, in and out, like, every every two weeks. And um, props, props. You know, like, he's, his last fight was was weird because you would not expect was some from such a high level jiu-jitsu practitioner uh, being on top and getting knocked out that way yeah, you know i feel crazy. like it's a little bit um, it's, it's almost humiliating for him you know like yeah. um, i don't know how the hell it happened but i mean he is getting old but still that was dominant either way <laughs> no matter how old he was it was still some freaking crazy punches from from the from the back like that and from the knees. Yeah, no, no. That's the thing. He's such a man. He can, he, he has such a very freaking style, which is like a freaky style where he's very hard to, you know. And and then, uh, but you know, come on now. You're, you're you're you know like, I don't think any solid solid fighter should be knocked out from the bottom. I yeah. think it it it, sh- it shouldn't happen. happen. Like yeah. you don't. Being something as Jacare, just, uh, you know, with a little bit of lack of respect, I guess, in the punches. Because he, he got taken down two times in, like, how long? Two minutes? You know, that shows that shows holes on, on, on wrestling, on, on Kevin Holland's wrestling. But at the same time, he shows, like, you know, to be honest, he reminded me a little bit of Tony Ferguson, the way the way he, he fought a little yeah, he, bit. Yeah, he didn't seem worried about the takedown. Like, you, you could tell when he was getting taken down, he seemed like he wasn't afraid of the takedown, and he wasn't afraid of going to the ground. He was steady striking and, and aggressive towards Jacare as he was going down, but he wasn't also assuming he was going to win on the ground, and that obviously wasn't his plan, but but he didn't seem scared. He didn't seem worried. He didn't seem yeah. like, you know, and you could definitely see yeah. that when he was going down. You're right. You're right. It's, it's a very chaotic... A freaky style like it's yeah. it's it's hard. you 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 beat that with being very solid in every position and without 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 going into like unknown territory in in, in a sense in 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 the fight yeah. you, you know like and you got to respect him because he's he's making things happen somehow yeah yeah for sure, Five and, and he has such year. a like he has such a skinny, skinny like uh, body type that he he whips these punches. They hurt. Like it's not. I, I give props to to him. You know. Yeah. And uh, you can really see even when he hit pads, like he's naturally his shoulders are really down, and he's just, he's never tense. It's yeah. Props, you know, and, and he's he's active. Yeah. That being said, I don't think technically it belongs to, to to the top but 
Sometimes it doesn't matter. You got got some of these guys that that are really unorthodox that just continue knocking people out like the old school guys. So sometimes it doesn't matter. But uh, I I definitely see a a bright future with him for sure. But, uh, you know, he's he's definitely on his way. But, but, you know, you guys obviously are farther farther ahead and got a lot of bigger fights uh, to to worry about. Yeah, but but, but to be honest, man, like if if he gains his spot – Man, like I basically already called out anybody in the top five. Like, I, yeah. like trust me. Like, <laughs> I love, to, I love fighting. I love, I want to fight everybody. It's, it's okay. So you, do you spend most of your time? You, you train full time at Kings, correct? And then, and then, do you spend a lot of your time outside of training at Kings uh, in Italy? Do you go back and forth a lot, or do you stay kind of around Kings? No, no, my 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 MMA career is here. Like when I go back, I'll, I'll still train. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do like you know. Sometimes I, I meet with people that I. You know, like, like I, I, like now I'm going back, and maybe I'm gonna try to meet up with uh, Chamiza if I can. I know he's sometimes a lot of times he's in Italy, like uh, world champion in wrestling, uh, originally from Cuba, but it's uh, he's fighting for Italy. So I know, you know, like so, something like that. I always stay active, even when I go back. I, I cannot stop training. Like yeah. it's just, I, I, I'm the way I am. Always like I, I already train. I already started training. I, I went biking yesterday. I was in the gym. The other day I was doing some pads. It's just I cannot stop training. So even when I go back, I always do something every day. But but when I get ready for fights, I'm always here. Like I'm here 95%. I'm here 90% of the time. So yeah, Kings is definitely my my home. And then um, I'll train boxing with uh, with with um, with another coach. He's awesome. His uh, his name is Julian Chua. And then I do conditioning with uh, Chase Chase Chicos. With the chase your dream performance, and then um, I have an Italian nutrition. I mean, I, my camp is every, it's, it's here. I, I trained jujitsu uh, with Homolo Baral in, in, uh, in Northridge, Gracie Bar in Northridge. What's your training week like as far as like for fight camp? Once you're in fight camp, what what does your week look like? Yeah, I I, I can have I can have a little adjustment depending on who I'm fighting, but overall, like I always train twice a day every day, and um, normally I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll I mean. I kind of split evenly um, jiu-jitsu, uh, striking, and, and wrestling, to be honest, and uh, and sparring. So a little adjustments, but, you know, I try to get in, like, two jiu-jitsu sessions per week, um, three striking, three wrestling. Can be maybe sometimes, you know, five, five six grappling overall. Yeah. And then... Uh, two conditioning session and then uh you know like saturday i take it like i just go over my stuff uh or and then uh, normally actually saturday morning i wrestle so yeah i mean like that i just uh like you know like make adjustment here and there and you grew up in italy right i mean you, you spent your, your yeah, whole yeah. childhood there so so for me it was like the karate kid i watched the karate kid and, and got all motivated got in taekwondo when i was like eight for you like what was it what was it that got you into martial arts when you were a kid growing up in italy and and what did you start with uh, for, for well i so uh, for me well I, so i always i was always in the gym because my dad would bring me and, and my dad was like uh uh like uh like a teacher of uh some martial arts but more more like as I, you know, I was in the gym more playing, and I and I did that for a while. But what really got in got, got me into was um was watching videos of Fader, yeah. and uh, I, I yeah Fader was my idol man, and uh, I you know I I love his fighting style, and then and then I got into more, and then uh, and then uh, you know I was watching Wanderlei Silva, Shogun, 
I remember watching that video of Shogun coming back to Brazil with with two belts, and I remember like, yeah. I, I was like, man, that that's so awesome. And then, um, and then uh, this guy is Krokop. I remember watching Peter and Krokop, and just remember like, man, what a fight. And um, this all that you know. And then um, so that's what going to me. Like I, it, it just like blew my mind off. What did you start with? Like, what was what was your martial art that you started with in the beginning? So I started with kickboxing right. Like first thing, first thing I started was yeah. kickboxing. But right away I knew what I needed. I needed to do jujitsu. So I found like a jujitsu gym. Then I did jujitsu. Then um, then I found an MMA gym. So I was doing MMA. I was doing kickboxing, and then I was doing jujitsu. Then. Uh, then I uh, realized really, really not too long after I needed to do wrestling. So I actually, where I'm from, um, they have a gym. They have a, a gym where they do wrestling, but men just do Greco and women just do freestyle. Yeah. So I started doing Greco for a long time, for a while, like a year and a half or so. And this is like when I was like 16, I think. Then uh, I went on like that for a couple of years, and then um, and then you know you meet people. I started sparring, going around gyms, and you know I was I was trying to do everything. I was I was still like I was really putting in the work when I like you know I started like being like three, four, five times a week, and I wanted more. Then I started like I remember like I was going to school, and then I was like leave around like four p.m. and then take the train, go one place, train. Uh, on my way back home, stop to another place, train, and come back around like 11 p.m., 10 10 p.m. and um, that was my life. The, the last the last two three years of high school. Wow. And um, and then I finished high school, and right after I moved to London, and I trained a London shoot fighter for like uh, two years and a half. Not two years, yeah. I moved there and I didn't know anybody and I just started like uh, I I started working as bouncer and like uh, and uh, <laughs> funny because I was just like nineteen twenty working in London for as a bouncer and 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 then uh, and then uh, fighting and then training and fighting along the shoot yeah and that's where I started like uh, you know I thought I was doing things seriously before and then I realized I wasn't and then I that's where I actually started like doing things properly. Yeah, sounds like you were just going for it, like right from the start. Did you have a backup plan? Did you do you have did you have anything else you were interested in? If you weren't fighting today, that, that you'd be doing or that you'd be enjoying as far as your life, or is it was it just always I'm going to be a fighter? <laughs> no, I, I always said to me like I, I don't want no back backup plan because this yeah. is going to work. You know, I was like <laughs> all in on this, and that's 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 I I knew it was going to work, man. I was like, there's no way it's not going to work, you know, and. I was really motivated to make it work, and and I did. And then the moment I I moved out, I was like, I always reminded myself, even even when I'm here, I, I always remind. It, it always automatically reminded itself that my myself that I'm here for a reason. Yeah. If I just wanted to live a nice life and a comfortable life, which probably I wouldn't be satisfied with, but you know, it would have been comfortable. But it's not the comfort; it's satisfying most of the time. So, I was like. I would have been in Italy. I would have been in Italy with my whole family and just chilling out there. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I had other plans. And so I was like, I'm out, I'm out. And I'm, I'm, I'm chasing this, I'm chasing this dream of mine. 
and uh and i realized i was like man like at one point i, wrote, I was like just finished high school and i'm like you know i remember being there and asking myself is this what you want to do because if if not like if i'm staying here i'm just compromising it won't bring me where i want to be yeah. it's just just gonna be like and i was like well i either have to move at least somewhere else in in in, in, in italy either milan or, or rome at mm. least or I have to move somewhere else. And I knew, like, in Italy, it would have been a little bit harder to um, find another job to do both, you know. And then I was like, um, fuck it, at this point, I'm just going to move to London. Yeah. And I did, man. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> the houses I ended up being the first couple of times <laughs> were, like, yeah. pretty crazy. But, you know, <laughs> it's good. Like, I, I feel like that, 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 like, being by yourself like that, like, really be, like, completely leave and, like, completely going to an unknown territory just speed up the, the growing process like like 10 yeah, times like, bah, like you, you've got to be spot on like yep. it's not yeah so so it was good yeah i gotta say for, first of all your country is one of my favorite i absolutely love italy uh is is it growing as far as the popularity of mma there is it is it to a point i mean you're going to be representing italy being that you're the top five it's the first top five ufc fighter from italy and potentially you know working your way to number one contender and possibly a champion uh is is it growing there is it is it gain, gaining like a big fan base in italy like the other countries or is it kind of slow slowly kind of taking off or not taking off uh no no it, man there was a moment where we were like five or six in the ufc they just uh and that never happened before you know for a long time just um sakara wasn't there and right. then uh, Alessio, yeah. then 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 when he when he got cut then basically for a long time, nobody was there neither. And then um, I remember even in my first few fights, I was going into interviews after. I was like, they're like, oh, what do you go from here? What's your goal? And I was like, I want to be in the UFC even when I was like 19 or so. And then people would like look at me like, look at this kid. He's yeah, out of his yeah. mind. Because the UFC for an Italian guy was so far to even think of that Italy, Italian MMA almost forgot about the UFC. Yeah. But um, you know, I was bold enough to always just think, no way, I'm 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 gonna fucking make it. And then uh, so now, so then after that, we had a moment where like five, six people were in the UFC, five Italian, five, six Italian fighters were in the UFC, and then a lot of them got cut. And then um, I think now we just remained um, three, I think. Yeah. Uh, which funny story, man. One guy that is still in there, it's a guy that. I almost, I didn't, I wouldn't say grew up with, but uh, one of my first training partners and where I'm from, there's nothing. Like, it's not, there's yeah. like, there's not like, there's not any gyms or anything like, like good gym. It just, I guess, I don't know. It's, is the, is the air, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But he made, he made it there, but he's, he's not doing that good yet. Alan Amidowski, he's not doing, you know, that, that good, but he, We'll see, we'll see. You know, I think he he's gonna get another shot. But what I'm saying is like he's definitely growing, man. He is definitely slowly, slowly growing. It's just uh, I don't know, man. It's a complicated situation because uh it will be beautiful for me to see a solid um setup in terms of like camp back home back back in Italy, you know, anywhere, yeah. but it's hard like that I don't know, I don't know what it is, to be honest, it's just like mentality a little bit i don't know it just um it just sport culture in a sense too like i i really felt the difference when 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 i'm here about sport is like really considered something like like you know 
it's important to do. It's a career you can take. In Italy, you, you do sports. They're like, oh yeah, but what do you do? What else do yeah, you do? Right, right. What, 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 what else do you work somewhere else too? You know. So I feel like uh, it's also that like a lot, a lot going into sport. Meanwhile, in Italy, it's like yeah, of course I do sport, but then there are, there are the holidays. We we're gonna close fifteen days, and yeah, we're not. Right. You know, you don't train in the holidays. And, if you tell me that, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? My holidays is, <laughs> there's never holidays. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's just that, I don't know, but it's, it's just slowly growing and I, and I look forward and I, and I, and you know, and I feel like it's, it's, you know, one, one of, one of my tasks during, during, during my career will be to, to make it big in Italy. And I think it's come like, even like from, from my last fight, a lot of like Italian media came together and yeah. it started blowing, it started blowing, blowing up and, um, it's good, man. I know. I know. I have this. Uh, uh, you know, like I wouldn't call it burden, but it's like this. This. This thing that I know that I have to represent Italy in the best way, and and I will do it, and um, and I will make MMA a, a a big sport in Italy, and and I hope in the next future there's gonna be like a good setup for for people to to get ready even at the highest level in Italy. I think it's coming, man. I think it happens, and, and it can definitely happen with you as well, you know. And, and you know, we've seen this with Jan. Uh, we've seen this with, obviously, at the very top, Habib. You know, I mean, I'm watching him with, like, uh, President Putin and, like, you know, the world leaders and sheiks in Dubai. And, you know, Connor has, like, you know, Ireland behind him. Uh, you know, and I just had Cheeto Vera on the podcast. He's huge in Ecuador. So it's like the bigger these guys get, you know, the countries do start getting behind these guys when they become big athletes. And, and Cheeto, mm -hmm. had, Cheeto had like the president of, of Ecuador uh, either tweet or message out a congratulations after one of his fights. And he's coming up. I mean, he's not even, you know, at the top like Habib and, uh, and Connor and stuff. So, so it's definitely coming around. It's definitely changing around the mm -hmm. world. And, and, and when these fighters get to that top five and start fighting for the championship and stuff like that, things happen. I mean, we've seen the same thing with uh, – with uh, Nganu and, and, and Adesanya as well, you know, in their countries. Is, I mean, it, it, it definitely is changing things. So um, mm -hmm. I, I definitely believe these other countries will come around and, and uh, it's an interesting sport, you know, it's definitely an interesting sport. So it's easy to, it's easy to understand and, and, and people are proud to have their, their countrymen doing good things. Yeah, no, no, for sure, man. It's, it will happen for sure. Let me ask you, um, what do you think about, just a couple quick breakdowns real fast. Uh, what do you think about the Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor fight this time? H how, do you th how do you see that fight going and and what are your thoughts? I don't know. if uh, I don't know. If Dustin can go in, you know, I, I think I think Dustin standing is, 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 the, is, the, is, is, how do you call it, like, like, is the is the toughest is the toughest dog out there? Like, there's nobody that can slug it out with Dustin. Then then you see Khabib taking him down and basically he picked him apart in like a round, not even you know. So, but standing, you don't want to fuck with Dustin in a sense. He's good. Like, He's good. Nobody came out. N nobody came out alive. Like nobody came out on top slugging it out with Dustin. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, but I feel like Dustin sometimes can get, can like some, like he doesn't show up like a hundred, like a hundred, hundred mentally, you know, and, and, and Connor is so good at capitalizing yeah. that, you know? And he's a good starter too. Connor is a really good starter in that first round. He can, yeah, he can, he exactly. can do a lot of damage, which can change the fight, especially like with what you said, if a fighter's not a hundred percent laser focused and confident. And they're already kind of tipsy on 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 fighting Connor because of how big he is. 
he can definitely change the impact of that mindset with like how he came out with Cowboy, how he comes out with everybody. I mean, even Habib, he came yeah, out strong yeah, with Habib. Yeah. He, he's a strong True. starter. So Dustin's going to have to, I yeah, think, yeah. weather that first round and then and then try to turn like what you said into like a slugfest and, and try and get in there and, and, and make it a dogfight. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, like I, I thought about this a few times because a lot of fighters plan to start getting into the fight a little after the yeah. the, 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 the the bells ring, right. you know? Absolutely. And, and and Connor doesn't let you get into the fight. No. Nope. If you're not in the <laughs> fight the moment it starts, Connor does not let you get into the fight. Yep. Connor is like looking to crack you from first second. The very yeah. So <laughs> the very first second. Yeah. If it slags it out with with with, with, with Connor, uh, you know, like the odds just go like this for for for, for Dustin. But if if Dustin comes in a little like uh uh, you know, like, 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 uh, hesitant. Connor still has a chance, but I'm gonna go with Dustin for this time, to be honest. Yeah. And then on, on Hamzai Chamayev, do you think he's gonna have what it takes? Do you think the hype is real and he's gonna be able to put away Leon Edwards, being who Leon Edwards is and how good he is, or do you think it's gonna be a humbling experience of maybe you're not ready for this level yet? Uh, it's it's a tough call. I it's a tough one, it's man. A tough call, but 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 you know. You know the guy is good. There's not. There's no doubt about it. Like Hamza is good. It's not that he's not. But I think Leon, like, also like with all this time off, I think he's fucking. He's, he's pretty motivated too. I, I don't. I I think I think I think Leon is gonna pull it off. But it's uh, it's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, and and for me, it's like it's almost impossible to call. I mean, it's one of those fights where it's like, you don't have the variables yet, right? You got this guy who's got all this hype. And who's who's fought so perfectively? Like, like is that a word? <laughs> no, I'm asking you if that's a word. <laughs> but he's fought so perfect in his fights, and he's done so well. Um, we haven't seen his full game, so it's really hard. You don't have the variables to make a decision really until yeah. you, this fight's what's going to actually answer those questions. So I'm excited yeah, to exactly. see it happen and and see what happens during that fight. And I think we'll definitely know after that for sure because it is a tough test. He's 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 definitely got a tough exactly, test. Exactly because sometimes having perfect fights is not the best thing, you know. Like, yeah, and yeah, you're right about that too. All the time, yeah. But but you're right that they, you know, it, you know, I I like I don't discuss, I don't. You know he's good. It's not that I'm like like uh, it's, not, it's not that I'm that the discussion is about oh, is a handsome good or not. Like, but he, he's like Leon. He's a really tough guy. He's like he's a tough like it's a tough it's tough opposition. You know like yeah. yeah. Well, last thing, man, I want to ask you. I like asking guys at your level that are that top five um, because a lot of our followers and and up and coming fighters just want to know from from the guys at the top. Do you do a lot of research and and study tape and 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 really break down your opponents, or are you one of those fighters that kind of don't want to do it and allow your coaches to do it, or are you just one of those fighters that just train hard for everyone every day? I, I have all three that I've talked to, so I'm just curious what you do, um, so that when people watch you fight, they know what you've done and how you've prepared as you get in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, right? I I I'll watch like you know I'm not I'm not gonna watch. Ten times the same fight, but I'm gonna right. watch my. I'm gonna watch his his fights a few times. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch them again with my coaches and and with my coach. And then um, and then uh, you know I, I always would like my coaches to watch it a little bit more too. You know, I think you wanna watch them as much as you know what you're gonna do and like and then and then and then and then really make that stick in your mind. 
you know, like, and then again, like, if I if I if I need to, then I'll, I'll get my coaches or, or somebody that I know that can give me a, a different look on them to watch them, so I can get a, a different perspective from it. Me watching it ten times, I don't think it. Me watching it like over and over and over and over and over, I don't think it's smart. I don't think right. I don't I don't I don't like that. I don't think it's that great of an approach. But um, I'll definitely watch it a few times for sure. But before we go, I want to invite you to Phuket. So if you ever come to Phuket or Thailand, come to Phuket. Come train at AK Thailand. I got a nice gym here, and I'll show you the islands. We'll train. We'll have some fun. Have you been to Thailand before? No, never, man. It's on, it's on my plans, so it might happen soon, yeah. Well, you are formally invited, so if, if you ever want to come, <laughs> let me know, man. And uh, we got a great setup here. It's a cool island, and it's beautiful. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll definitely take care of you. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, awesome, man. Well, thank you for taking time out for doing the podcast before you rush off to Italy. Um, you know, congratulations on your momentum. You, you made it to the top five, four-fight win streak. Great win this last weekend. Um, only good things ahead. I, I hope you get the till fight because I know you want it. I think that's going to be a great fight. I'd love to see you two uh, throw Dukes and just get out there and rock them, sock and robots like you did with Hermanson. Um, so uh, congratulations again. Good luck and uh, wish the best for it. And I'd love to have you back on the show uh, once you find out who you're fighting, get a quick update uh, closer to the fight and, and see how things are going, see how our training camp's going and, and, and see where your mind's at and everything. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. That's good. All right, brother. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Marvin Vittori. Uh, great podcast. Good talking to him. Um, you know, I've never talked to him before. These young up-and-coming guys, it's interesting for me to talk to and, and get to know just as well as you watching and, and, and getting to know through the podcast. Um, it's, it's really cool to uh, talk to these guys right after their fights, especially. He just had that great fight against Jack Hermanson. Hermanson. I'll say that name eventually uh, right on this podcast. Um, but it was a crazy fight. Um, I know most of you guys have seen it uh, and are watching every one of these fights during the, the, the pandemic. But uh, it was just a Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Crazy, 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 crazy fight. Um, and he sounds excited. Uh, Marvin's uh, happy to be in the top five. The first Italian, like we said, to make it in that top five. Um, I think Darren Till is a perfect opponent. I think he called it. I think that's that seems to be what should happen next. And, and it sounds like Darren Till uh, agreed to it. So I have I have no reason to doubt Dana's going to put it together. I, I, I'll be a, a big fan of the fight just like everyone else will. So I guess we'll see what, what happens. Uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave us a comment. Guys, we post these podcasts on YouTube nine hours before we do on the audio platforms. We are on all the audio platforms, but we post early on YouTube as we're trying to build the YouTube up. Um, we love the YouTube uh, show where we can see each other. We put a lot of uh, emphasis on that, and it's just what we're trying to build up right now. So we're, we're doing a little early bird special, nine hours early on YouTube, and then nine hours later on all the audio platforms. So get to YouTube first. We have a podcast coming almost every day this week. Uh, we just posted uh, Calvin Cater. It's actually just posted like a couple hours ago. It's going on right now, um, which we did uh, night before last. And now this one will post tomorrow. I have another one tomorrow that will post the next day. Another one the next day that will post the next day. I hate naming names because I don't want to jinx myself, but we got some really good podcasts coming up. We're trying to cram as many in as we can before Christmas. I don't do scheduled podcast postings. I just do as many as I can and post them as fast as I can. So always stay tuned. Subscribe so you don't miss it. Click the bell so it lets you know as soon as we post them. We don't even know when we're going to post them. But we have a lot coming up. I promise you that for sure. So the next few days is going to be packed with podcasts, and they're all good. There's no bad ones. Um, so leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, we love hearing the feedback. We love the support. And we will see you next time.